0: Plytus, I'm bored.
1: What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth.
0: How peaceful it looks. It must be annihilated. Send Rick and Derry on war rocket, Ajax. In 2013, Ming the Merciless, ruler of the known universe, declares the Earth to immediate termination. To accomplish this awesome decree, Rick and Danny are dispatched to the planet on War Rocket Ajax. The two encountered something they never thought they'd find, though. Movies. Stalled in their given task, Rick and Denny comb the movies of the Earth. Sending reports of their greatness back to Mungo In what is now called The Hail Mean Power Hour And welcome back to a special episode of the Helming Power Hour, where we talk about all of our favorite movies, and we don't give a crap if you like them or not. I'm kidding. That's not true. We do care. That's the reason we want you to check these movies out. And boy, we got a humdinger of a show for you today, because we got some also special guests in the house. Also
2: special who, guests.
0: Also special guests. So, down on the far end down there, my brother, Mr. Danny Bennett. What's up, What's up, man? <laughs>
2: I just have a disappearing hand trick, you know. I've been working on it, and it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It goes well, right into Billy.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're not going to go. That, that's not that kind of show. That kind of show. No, I'm I'm thrilled to have some special guests on the ship, and also to you know talk about this movie. I think this movie's been a long time coming, as well as this uh, collaboration. Right. We have gotten together once before in person, but yes, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah, so you can tell we're in a different part of the ship. It's a bigger area because this is the first time we've actually had guests on the ship, and it is none other <laughs> than Billy and Scott from Scary Dad Podcast, one of my Ooh. favorite shows. Awesome to have these guys here.
4: We're excited to be here, and this has tell been a like. long time coming, man. It's like it's like we, I've been watching you guys fly in the spaceship, and I've been like, man, I wonder what that spaceship looks like, and now to be here, it's like woohoo! I'm afraid to push any buttons, but I'm sure you got me in the space where the buttons don't work. So I don't accidentally like eject you or something, but uh, I I appreciate letting us, Come up, come up
0: and play for a while, and maybe we can annihilate something while we're at it. Yeah, definitely
5: glad to be here and glad to talk about one of our favorite movies. Also, yeah. so I
0: think Scott's blown away by the number of stripper poles we have in the ship too. So.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Where are they at?
2: Are they on you break? <laughs> when is power hour? A <laughs> <laughs> guy's got to stay in shape.
3: Hey, right? <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, man, this is, this is going to be awesome because. We have talked about for, I don't know, probably three years going on now, maybe even longer than that, of, hey, man, we need to get together and talk about Friday the 13th Part 6. I think across the board, you can see we're all already shaking our heads yes, because it's pretty much a favorite of ours, and for just special Halloween season, we thought this would be a perfect opportunity to to launch this off and just... uh Talk about the greatness of this movie. So a little bit about, I want to talk about Scary Dad for a little bit. Uh, I believe, Billy, you kind of reached out before, and that's kind of how we made contact. And I think you were checking out the show. I was checking out y'all's show, and it just kind of became a a great partnership or friendship at that point. And, folks, I'm telling you, if if you like Hell Ming, even if you don't like Hell Ming, (laughs) and you're listening anyways, for some reason you're drunk or whatever the problem is, (laughs) Go check out Scary Dad, man, because they put on a fantastic show. I love it. I
4: really appreciate it, man. Yeah, Scary Dad has been, I mean, it has gone from a blog that I started a long time ago to then, you know, a podcast. Then it turned into a little kind of vendor festival, and then it kind of, we, we, have evolved and met some new people. And so then it turned into what is essentially going to rival Frightmare at some point in yeah. the next year or two. I mean, gr- like rapid growth. Um, and then the, the because of a lot of that, a lot of the podcast stuff kind of got put on hold because Scott and I both uh, started new employment this last year, as well as trying to run these events and sleep at some point and you know (laughs) actually have a
5: life every once in a while yeah
4: and so you know scary dad's been on a little bit of a break um we figured that was a better thing than doing a hey we're back show every like three to four weeks and then not coming back for another six was kind of we that was
0: (laughs) kind of sounds like another show i know
4: (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) so um you know hopefully you know this this is adulthood maybe things will settle down a little bit in the real life and we can get back into the uh because yeah i mean really and truly that was the easiest part of of anything we were doing you know we'd I'd go over to scott's house and we'd crack open a beer and talk about something fun and it was anything from you know movies to music to you know the weekly world news you know from yeah, when we were kids yeah. like uh, anything at all that was i mean we covered Disney princesses, just because we we did this, we we did this one and it was like, like evil women. Like when, when women snap out, like everybody blames men for being evil, but when women snap out, they go, they go straight for the kids. It's really, really bad. (laughs) So we did a whole episode on, on these psychotic women, like real life stuff. And we were so depressed. Yeah. Afterwards, we had to do a palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> something happy. And so uh, so do, do something else. But yeah, we just cover every topic and uh, just a couple of friends. Like, you know, like you guys are trying to stave off the end of the world. Like, y'all have a mission. Yeah. We're just kind of hanging out, having fun. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. We're not trying to stave off the end of the world. I mean, the, the end of the world is what we've been sent here to do. Right. I just found reasons not to do it yet. but <laughs> I'm just gonna say you had me at you you, you covered Disney princesses that was yes <laughs> <laughs> <my> <laughs> <own> choice <laughs> words
4: Well the thing is you know with, with with kids and this is the what what happens is you see something like in a meme that'll say you know something about strong women or you know Disney this or Disney that but when you have kids and you've seen these things on infinite repeat and you know kind of how it really goes, then you're like, well, you know, like, for example, in the first, like, five minutes of Snow White, the, she's singing a song like, I wish my prince would come, and he rides up on a horse and says, hi, and she runs away. So,
3: the whole rest of the
4: movie, you're kind of like, well, I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for you, because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had it right so there. The point, he, 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 you asked him, he showed up, and.
3: <laughs> you know, you now, it? what?
4: <laughs> so, yeah, those, those sorts of in depth, <laughs> important conversations, you know, covering the the important <laughs> subjects of our time, you know. Stuff.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so- I don't expect you to remember the whole thing. You, you've done the show already. I just need to go check it out. <laughs> 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 it only says on me now.
0: It's all on me. Go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> So, for you that don't know out there, if if you go back a little bit and you're going, Hey, this this Billy's guy sounds very familiar. This voice is familiar. us because he and I did a show called You Know What's Awesome. We did, what, 50 episodes or so together? Mm-hmm. Something like that? I think we did
4: 51. Yeah. We, we, we missed that 52 to make an <laughs> official year. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's okay. We'll do that again. We'll, we'll do that one day.
0: Yeah. A, a super fun show, but... You know, that's, that's the collaboration of, of these two worlds coming together. We get to see these guys every year, every two years at Texas Frightmare. So, you know, there, there's there's just a, a great camaraderie between us here. So it's, I can't think of a better group to have on here today to do this. So uh, unless y'all got anything else to say, we'll start looking at the movie. Let's get do it. to it. All right. So to kick us off, another person. I mean, not only do we have our first <laughs> guest on the ship, but... We haven't had this star on our show in a while either. And and I'm talking about uh, crappy Christopher Walken.
6: Oh, Friday the 13th, part 6. A year after the fake Jason Voorhees, Roy, Roy Burns, one of the paramedics who arrived at the scene of Joey's murder within the previous film, spoiler alert, was killed by Tommy Jarvis. Tommy head to the real Jason's grave to finally rid himself of Jason for good. However, a sudden lightning strikes, ow, and resurrects Jason till he once again begins his murder spree. Returning to Camp Crystal Lake, now known as Camp Forest Green, Tommy initially tries to warn the police to a vanilla veil as he's viewed insane. Though now it's up to Tommy to stop Jason all by himself. This time with the police hunting him down as well. Sounds like a classic cartoon. Of Tom and Jerry. where, where Tom is actually Tom. Tommy. Jerry the, the mouse is really Voorhees. And then the police is like that dog Spike. Good movie though. Hopeful part 7 comes out next week. Oh.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know that the synopsis could be longer than the movie.
2: <laughs> I, I like the Tom and Jerry parable there. That was. that was. Uh, he's a thinking man. He's a thinking man. Yeah, that's geez. a genius. Well,
0: I never thought of it like that. Before. When you've got a timepiece up your butt, you got time to think.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, all right. So, we're gonna jump right into this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Danny take the, the the brunt of this. Danny, give me your number one reason for watching your favorite Friday the Thirteenth Part Six.
2: I, you know, I'm sure we're all gonna cover the same thing, so I'm not gonna steal anybody's thunder on any of that. I, steal thunder? See what <laughs> you did there? No, <laughs> <You> know, no. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, my, my reason might might be a little obscure. I think Megan. In this movie, really steals the show. Hey, like, Amen. On, on rewatching it, <laughs> I, I was like, you know what? There's a lot to, to to go through in this, but but Megan, like, is she's more the hero than anybody in this in this movie. I was gonna say, watch
4: watching her, it's like you you get the the parables of the final girls, right? Like. Right, which you know the 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 morality of the horror movie that was covered in scream you know it's like oh well if you have sex you know if you're the virgin you'll survive she didn't want to be she like as soon as she saw tommy she's like hey baby yeah like as soon, <laughs> as, soon as we can sneak off in the woods and you see so you almost think that it's going to be paula the uh you know the one that's taking care because she's kind of the good girl right yeah um but yeah Me- megan's the final girl but she's got it's not because she wants to be like she, she wants to get down and dirty in the woods, and
2: <laughs> and, and when, when you first <laughs> get her get, some you know, Tommy, <laughs> like when you first really get like a one on one with her, she's talking to her her father, the sheriff, and she's just she's just railroading the conversation. You know, she's <laughs> she, she's she's entertaining. She's smart. She's fearless. And she's got an awesome car, and and she latches onto the truth of the whole movie like before anybody else. Well, except maybe you know Tommy, who kind of lived it. So he already was there. But I'm going to say my first reason is Megan. She right. changes up the scenery whenever she's on. All
0: right. Awesome. Well, Scott's been holding back all this time.
5: Oh, Lord. Here we go.
2: Scott, <laughs> go ahead.
0: Give, give us okay. Give us a reason here.
5: I'll start silly at first, because when I first watched this movie, one of the things that caught me back when I was a kid is this was my first introduction to the world of paintball. Yeah. Paintball had only been around for like five years when this movie came out. Little me in New Iberia, Louisiana, I had no idea that shit existed. So whenever the paintball scene happened, it was just, I was like, what are they doing? And why are they doing it? But right. it was just that whole scene is so good. And that scene kind of sets the tone for the new, the, the direction the franchise is going to go. Right. Because yeah. one, the scene was very brutal. Two, the scene was so campy. You have the uh, the happy face uh, kill, where he slams the guy into a tree, and when he falls back, there's an actual, there's a perfect happy face just yeah. covered in blood in the tree. <laughs> and then the camera pans, and Jason is holding the guy's arm. He actually ripped the guy's <laughs> arm off with one throw. So that one scene right there, you know, you have the initial scene where you know the movie starts, but that scene really sets the tone of how this movie is going to go. Yeah, they all got headbands on that say "dead." they've all got I, headbands I, the headbands
4: that say "dead" on them, and they're arguing in the woods. Yeah, this. Oh man,
5: they, they, the misogynistic the got... tone of the office yeah. workers—they the way they were talking about women and everything—it was just, yeah. it, it just, it started, it just gave it a goofy feel for a moment it, where they
2: were it's able almost able like police academy or something. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
5: Well, it's also yeah, it's
4: got that 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 campy adventure like adventure movie music.
2: Right, with the little snare drum and the, the kind of paramilitary <laughs> Yeah, talent. Yeah.
0: And how about the guy that's so pissed off because the girl shot him? He's up there. Yeah.
3: Yo, I lost to a woman. <laughs> it's he's hilarious. Got stainless
5: steel machete that's like <laughs> it's a polished so silver. It's crazy, man. <laughs> All
0: right, Billy, what you got?
4: I got worms, man. Oh yeah, eyeball worms. Yeah, um, eyeball that's. I mean, I remember the 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 trailer. So back before the internet, you know, there there used to be a channel on cable that played previews for movies, and I remember that, you know, it would just be the trailers, and it would put, show trailers for like you know stuff like Pretty Woman or or Batman or what you know. It's like but twenty four hours a day, it was just movie trailers, and I remember seeing this trailer, and that was in the trailer. Um the the worms coming out of the eyes and just being like oh man i have got to see this (laughs) like this this is gnarly this is awesome so you know he's all he's all dead and even when tommy's beating up the body there's not a whole lot of body left you know it's just like a scarecrow almost and then you know when he sits up and he's got worms like falling off his face it's just (laughs) like dude that is i mean it's a it's a it's a small touch but it it's effective. It's really, yep. really cool. Oh, um, I don't think Jason ever looked as scary as he did as whenever he's maskless and worms yep. have fallen off of him before before he you know takes takes care of some business. Um, that's to yeah. me. That's an awesome scene right there.
0: They they dashed a little Lucio Fulci in there on us. <laughs>
3: that's what yeah, they yeah. did,
0: yeah. You know? But yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, that the whole opening scene is is. It's a 100, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it is one of the greatest openings to, to any movie I can think of in the horror world. I mean, it's just so fantastic. And I, I did write this down. I said, even though Jason's been dead for, who knows, 10, 15 years at this point from the time Tommy's grown up, yeah. but the tombstone and the casket look like they're over 100 years old. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's been vandalized by the town folk. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Well, also, the gravestone's like this big, too. Right, so like if, yeah. You know, if you ever go to a cemetery, you know, headstones are, you know, pretty yeah. big size. And you even in that cemetery, like the headstones are all the same size, and then <laughs> there's Jason's. It's all like...
0: Well, nobody know? would pay for yeah. it, so... <laughs> real true. <laughs> all right. Uh, first, well, on my, first on yeah. my list, I've got... It just basically says Super Jason, right? So we've taken... Uh, the Jason of the past, and now we've given him super strength. Uh, the the ability to to walk as slow as he wants and still get there before anybody else expects. I mean, <laughs> it, it's just, it, it makes him the unstoppable beast. But I'm going to change my first reason, even though I love Super Jason. But next one is, what I've got on here basically says, you know, Megan, the sheriff's daughter, is hot. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So that's all got i got
0: to say
4: on megan you gotta you know <laughs> yeah
2: it's awesome yeah. i like how you you managed to throw your first reason and my first reason in your first reason
0: hey i mean <laughs> we, we do a show together dude
2: <laughs> no man I, I agree i agree but you know what i want to say about this this intro scene too because so i'm not super familiar with the friday the 13th i've seen them all at some point or another but six was the one i saw first because My friend, Waddell, had the Scrambler box in his house and they were playing part six on pay-per-view. So we probably watched it like (laughs) like like 10 times a day for a good two weeks. And so for that reason, it was it was my introduction to it. So I'm really kind of surprised when I went back and watched before this that Jason wasn't always a super monster. Right. And so I was reading back to make sure I was, you know, kind of up on my facts. and, And I read that they were trying to can the whole series with you know that's why part three was going to be the finale and part four was the final chapter and and uh and part five was was what the new beginning driver yeah yeah. and they tried to make it somebody other than jason but jason basically as a character in these people's movies beat their attempts to kill him in real life yeah (laughs) Yeah. they were like hey we made this movie for 2.2 million and then we made 25 million and then we made another one for 2.2 million and we made 36 million we can't can this character so they just had him resurrected like frankenstein's monster (laughs) at the beginning of part six and said just run with it man this is all you and we'll make this campy paintball thing and all that stuff i mean so that's why this movie is it just didn't care anymore they Mm -hmm. couldn't kill him and they knew it
5: well that's one thing that i wrote down is one thing this movie demonstrates and one reason why i think it's one of the more important uh movies of the franchise honestly out of all of them is it demonstrated the power of the fandom Yeah. You know, by the time you got to part four, Jason had taken over the movies. You know, initially or originally it was supposed to be not a horror anthology, but an anthology series where each movie was going to be a different uh, subject. And by the time that they just they let Jason become too (laughs) endearing to everybody and he was the franchise. You couldn't get rid of him after that. And after the fans went crazy over Roy in part five, they were like, okay, we got to figure out a way to resurrect this guy and bring him back. And uh, that totally set the tone for the rest of the franchise, because you never would have guessed. I remember when I was 13, me and my cousin used to make home movies with this video, with this VHS camera. And uh, we had made a parody of Friday the 13th called Friday the 13th Part 8, because in our minds, yeah. they're never going to get to Part 8. You know, that's <laughs> that was the joke. And, you know. Twelve movies in the franchise later, and we're still here talking about Jason Voorhees. So he he is Friday the Thirteenth, yep. and they had to bring him back; otherwise, the, the fans weren't gonna weren't
2: gonna have it. I, I want to see your parody because it's probably better than Jason Takes Manhattan. <laughs> What's funny is
5: <laughs> I've seen it; it's good. <laughs> the,
2: the original, the
5: original, you know, we had to write down the credits on on loose leaf paper and like, not even typed out. It was handwritten. And my cousin, since then, he he makes short films. He like totally re-edited with new graphics and stuff. Now, nice. actual, he actually has a soundtrack now with it and everything. So that's,
0: pretty cool. <laughs> that's awesome. We gotta check that out.
5: <laughs> it's, it's 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 funny, dude. It's
3: funny.
0: <laughs> I was I was one of those guys that was upset about part five. I mean, part five is brutal. It's got some of the best kills i think but uh, the the whole ambulance driver thing just really took me out of it but you would think to everybody's point here is wouldn't they have learned that lesson from halloween because they kind of tried to do the same thing
4: and they had to bring mike back right (laughs) right well and that's one of those things like because uh part five was one of the first it it was the first one i ever saw yeah um and so i didn't really have much of a reference or whatever but i was always sympathetic to part five because in reading about it you, you heard the Paramount pretty much they, like whenever they made part three, they're like, so they made part two and they're like, okay, that's successful while it's while it's on in the, in the premiere, they call and be like, Hey, make part three. And then they did the same thing for part four. And then they're like, okay, well, we can't go any further with this. And so then this for making part five, they told them that it, they could do anything they wanted, except they couldn't have Jason Voorhees. Jason's dead. So do something else. And so I'm sort of being like, imagine being a screenwriter in 1984 and you're told you're going to make the next, you know, summer blockbuster that's, you know, but you have to do anything but use the main character. It's like, poor guy, man. He's completely pilloried. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) you know, but hey, it opened the door to bring part six and the rest of
5: the franchise out. So it worked. And with the uh, way they brought him back in part six, it was you could make infinite movies now. You can yeah. keep bringing them back over and over right. and over. You can again. put them in space. Yeah, <laughs> send them to hell.
0: That's <laughs> exactly what Scott was saying. You you set that precedent up for. You can carry this thing on forever now because now he's an entity, right? I mean, you you yeah. you can't kill him off, you know. Uh, it's it's and it's a shame because it's almost like the whale kind of ran dry with some of the ideas. It's like man, they could have had a lot more ideas, but. Anyways, that's a different story. <laughs> uh, all right, where are we at, uh, Danny? Bo, Banny, back to you. So okay, now we
2: talked about the intro, and and that's, I didn't want to steal anybody's. Th-
0: you didn't say that. The intro. <laughs> well, the
2: intro, the intro is awesome. Yes. And and it's, I mean, like you watch it, it's kind of like the beginning of Ninja Three: The Domination. It's like once you <laughs> stop through that intro, you're ready for. The walls to tear off, right? <laughs> um, but but then they they finish the intro, and I've got to say, it with that 007 thing, yes. where, where where Jason walks across his own, you know, it's got the what the 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 gun barrel intro, right? And, you know, and then he slashes it with the machete, and it's just
0: well, or maybe with it's, a knife, it just it's his flash. it's his eye, it focuses in right. on his eye, and he's walking in his eye, but yes, it's, it's straight up James Bond, no doubt,
2: yeah. And, you know, and, and it, again, it just it just points out how seriously they're taking it, which isn't seriously.
3: <laughs>
0: at yeah, not at all. <laughs> they were having fun with it. And that's it. And it shows. That's why we're talking about it. Right. I mean, <laughs>
5: and, I, and I almost wonder if because, you know, the year before Return of the Living Dead came out, and it was a yeah. huge hit, incredibly yep. campy. And I almost wonder if that was kind of an influence with the new direction of Friday the 13th. But it's like, hey, you can make a scary, gory movie and have a lot of fun with it, too. uh, Because a lot of you got Tom Matthews, you know, in both of them.
0: Reanimator, Return of the Living Dead. I mean, you were starting to see this turn, Fright Night, where there was a lot of fun being had in these flicks. And I think, you know, that whole roller coaster experience we talk about, this is exactly why we're talking about it. It's a fun movie.
5: it had always been done as far as the independent horror movies in the 80s. But at this point, the 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 major studios were realizing, you know, we could do the same thing. And, right. you know, it, it just it draws a wider audience. It's not just the hardcore horror fans. You can have people that want to have fun with the movie, too.
0: Yeah. Without a doubt, and,
5: and it stopped being a whodunit. You know, you didn't have yeah. to have
0: And yeah. maybe Scream,
2: like like yours down the line, brought that element <laughs> back and said, we, you don't know who the killer is. And that's part of the titillation of the movie. But at this point, it was just like, hey. Why do we care who the
0: killer is? Let's
2: just watch him kill people. Mm.
0: Well, you start rooting for Jason. I mean, that's the thing is you're, you're along for the ride because, you're, yes, that camp leader needs to die. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's just a matter
4: of, yeah, it's a, it's a matter of how it's going to be done. And then, right. you know, Tommy coming in and being like, you know, Jason's back. Jason's back. Like. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure because they don't really mention it. They mention, you know, that that Jason's been dead for, for however long they don't really mention the bloodbath that Roy Burns did. Right. Yeah. But like Jason hasn't been back since part four. Yeah. And then if you look at the timeline, which it doesn't make a, 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 a tremendous amount of sense, but the, the, the events of part two, three and four are all over the course of like two days. Yeah. So it's like, it's like there was one massacre that happened you know in multiple places you know by jason and then jason dies and then roy burns has his you know spree and then this is however much longer but jason's been dead for a yeah. good long time by the time part six comes around so yeah yeah of course they're not going to believe him, and he's the one that let him out. So of course they're not. They're, you know, like,
0: and that's, that's what I got on here, man. Pro- the, <laughs> the sheriff not falling for the Jason crap, right? I mean, he's standing there looking at bodies that are tore all to pieces, bodies laid parsley. And he's like, boy, he sure wants us to believe that Jason story.
3: I'm like, I ain't buying it.
2: And <laughs> yeah, that guy's got some great lines. He yeah.
0: Does. You wanna, you want you wanna roll that? Oh uh, well,
2: I do have a, a sound bite, but I'll, I'll just go ahead and and roll this into my next reason. It's not the sheriff; it's the deputy. Ah. This guy reads. This guy <laughs> reads with the zeal of someone who's reading lines. I mean, <laughs> and uh, just just to, to indicate exactly how how poorly acted this character is, and how ridiculously written. I grabbed just just one interaction that he has and I just did the uh the soundbite for it. So if you roll that, then here's Deputy Rick. I'll get it Rick. for
5: you, babe. Hey! Hey, hey, get your hands off her, animal. You little turd. I want to punch you, silly. <laughs> Let him out of there, Rick. Megan, don't clown
0: around. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the face! (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna punch
5: you, silly! It's like they just told
2: him to ad lib or something. It's really bad. <laughs> and,
5: and that gigantic mail order laser light that he was so <laughs> proud of—that was this. It was the length of the entire barrel. It was. Like, <laughs> where the light You couldn't see the light. You had to go yeah, on the bang. side of the laser light to be able to even see where the light was going. It's crazy, man. <laughs> and,
2: and she's got the laser light on. She's got the laser side on him from like you know, 18 inches away. You, know? <laughs> like you, If you have to have it at that range. You, well, but then again, she's, she's not the deputy, <laughs> but yeah, deputy Rick is definitely a reason to watch the movie just because whenever he comes on, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> Unintentionally
5: hilarious. Scott, throw us another one, man. Well, going off of that vibe, Let's talk about the drunk caretaker who completed high school and <laughs> deserves that damn job. And I love the fact that it once again set, sets that tone for the campiness when he totally breaks the fourth wall and looks in the camera <laughs> and goes, the things these kids enjoy for entertainment. <laughs> and then just goes right back to work. It's crazy, man. Do you guys want to hear
2: that sound clip? Because that's my second one. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I'm going to get blamed for this. I say, old well, Martin ain't a good caretaker. Hell, I'm a damn high school graduate. <laughs> I deserve this job. I earned it. Well, nobody's going to find out. Gets couldn't even stick him back in right. Well, I ain't going to touch this slimy sucker. like I have to go and dig up Jason? <laughs> Some folks have a strange idea entertainment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's all I had. It just so happens that they're there together. But, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's great. I oh, guess yeah, they got rid is. of the You're Doomed guy. Yeah. So this guy got graduated. <laughs> 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 it
0: had been funny if they would have carried that character, though, from the first with the You're Doomed <clears throat> guy through the rest of the series. I mean, like, Friday the 13th, part two, you're still doomed. <laughs> <laughs> you're, doomed. you're all doomed. <laughs> all right, Billy, drop us I like another how, one, man. I,
4: I like how Jason just kind of pops out of nowhere to take out <laughs> those those old crazy coots, too. Oh, it's yeah. Like he's, o- he's over here doing, doing Jason stuff with teenagers, and then there's a scene with the old caretaker, and then just like, oh, we got to get rid of that guy. It was like, stab real quick, and then go back over to his business. Like, like He does it it in part
5: two as well. You got some random couple in the middle of the woods having a romantic dinner. Where the
3: hell did they come from? (laughs)
5: He's got a suit on with tennis shoes, and they're sipping champagne. Where are you from? I thought I missed something. I was like, who are these
2: people? I was like, were they introduced before? Uh,
0: Just had to have the body count, man, because everybody else is kids, you know?
4: (laughs) uh give us a, American got another express bi- man got us American another billy
0: express
3: got oh yeah that makes right here yeah
4: <laughs> <laughs> leave home like, without it obviously i mean that's that's one of those wayne's world moments where it's it's product placement yeah. of, of a type although you don't understand how it's gonna help them either survive being killed by jason <laughs> except for maybe if they had survived getting killed by Jason, they could use it to fix their car. But yeah, the, the random American express card floating in the, in the pool next to the dead woman's face. You're just kind of like, and it's a, it's a close, I mean, it was intentionally oh, yeah. done. It was
5: intentional. Yes. <laughs> it was funny Is from the first time I've seen this movie as a kid to when I watched it before this show, every time that scene happens to myself, I say never leave home without it. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> So, so I, like like I said, I didn't want to be
2: completely novice on this, I I did do some reading on it. And that was one of the things that was mentioned was the American Express card It was some kind of lampoon of an advertising, uh, uh, an advertising campaign they had at the time. I don't I wasn't in the credit card market in 1986 when I
4: was 12. So,
2: no. <laughs> well, they yeah. used to have
4: these commercials on where just yeah. people in different situations where yeah. the, like they wouldn't accept their Diners Club and somebody else would pull out an American <laughs> Express and be like, "This is this is the card you want to have," you know. And it, the, the tagline was, "Don't leave home Don't without leave it."
0: Leave home without it. Yep.
4: And so you know, Lampoon or not, it's again, it doesn't make sense in context of the of the commercials.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Like it would have made more sense, I guess, as like I said, if they had survived, if one of them had gotten away and they were like needing to get their car fixed. They're like, oh, we don't accept American Express. Like, that would have made sense. <laughs> <You
2: know? laughs> Maybe if it had been a diner's club card.
0: Right. Like, but, <laughs> because Jason didn't
2: accept it. He, he killed her anyway. <laughs>
0: I think it's just making fun of the fact of don't leave home without it, but it doesn't matter in this case. It's it's yeah. pointless, right? Even, you know, you got the money and the credit card, and, you know. But still, the fact that it just stays on that credit card for a good 20 seconds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just like, Okay. <laughs>
4: And I, lo- I love that that's that f- the one of those first uh, metas, that self-awareness, where she's like, anytime you see a guy in the woods with a mask, I know he's up to no good. You know, the, they know they're, they're not being like, oh, hey, let's look, let's look deeper into this. They're like, uh oh, put it in
2: reverse. Like, let's, <laughs> let's, let's get yeah. out of here. I'm thinking that Darren and Elizabeth might be two of the best actors in the movie, too. Right? They, they were pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I really like the "You ain't dirty, Harry" line. You know, get back in the car. You ain't dirty, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. But then when she gets stabbed and it's like bubbling up from where her head was, I don't even know how you prepare for a scene like that.
0: (laughs) Oh man, I I do love the fact that his first murder weapon that he's carrying all this time is the thing that brought him back to life. He just kind of ran with it. (laughs) I, I, I do. I like that, man. You know, he picks that dude up by the groin and just flips him over his head. I mean, just it's just so fun, man. Actually, my next one basically says all killer, no filler. This movie feels like it goes by in about 30 minutes. It's yeah. there's, there's no bull crap. There's not a right. lot of character development. It's in and out. The, even the kill scenes are fast. Sling dude into a tree, smash his face holding his arm next scene. I mean it's just it yeah. doesn't dwell on the effects like we're used to seeing where they're taking somebody's head and slowly twisting it. I mean it's like wham. done. Yeah. And that's pretty yeah. much is the pulse of this whole movie, man. I mean they killed Har- Arnold Arnold <laughs> <Horseshack> like that. <laughs> oh yeah.
4: <laughs> Dude, and that 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 punch that punch through the body. Yeah. Like, that was a popular way of like that was in uh Missing in Action. Like days, to, There was a lot of 80s movies where somebody died with a good punch through the body like that. Yeah. So that was that was an awesome little punctuation mark on the 80s uh, action movies and, and horror movies and stuff. That <laughs> <is it? laughs> you know? I mean,
0: can't, can't uh, help but think of uh, Indiana Jones, right?
4: Exactly, you know.
0: So uh, it's, yeah, uh, it's just, uh, you're talking about upset too, because uh, I love to sweat hogs, you know. <laughs> I didn't want to see Horshack die. <laughs>
2: Didn't Gandhi do that in Gandhi too? He <laughs> yeah, he did.
0: Gandhi too. Yeah, yeah. Cook me a steak, <laughs> medium rare. <laughs> oh, all right, Danny. That goes back to you, man. Is it back to me already? Yeah.
2: Okay. Why not? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I got the drunk caretaker. Got paintball mayhem, man. It's it's such a good like. But okay, we got to pour one out right now if we're old court and Nikki. How about that?
6: The I Winnebago guess.
2: sex scene, which, you know, as a 12 year old, I'm, I'm sure that I watched more than my share of time. <laughs> um, there's really nothing to it as far as like there's no nudity. There's, you know, the implied heavily implied sex and bad music.
5: Um, but I mean, it's
2: sex in the Winnebago. <laughs> well,
5: the, that whole scene from beginning to end is just awesome. It uh just yeah. with you know Alice Cooper's teenage Frankenstein playing while he's driving, a reference to <laughs> the reanimated Jason. Just that whole scene is just great. And Darcy Demoss, how can you not like her? She still looks very beautiful, by the way. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was it's just it's it's a killer scene. The kills are awesome when he smashes her face through the wall, and it, it, it's a great great scene.
4: And I love doing back that,
0: there taking the dump. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, and that's I mean her face in relief from the outside of the van yeah like that is physically impossible
2: (laughs) 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 it was it was more of the idea of the scene than it was an actual i mean like because you had had to they had to jack the actress up to yeah man well but i i agree and you know as as far as like the driving part of that scene you know because i was only thinking of the first part of the scene but yeah you're right the kill um it, it was great because uh because they didn't have too many lines for court. He was just like, this is great.
5: Like, <laughs> this
3: is great. Turn the radio
5: up,
2: man. And it's she's great, in the man. back going, oh,
3: no!"
5: he's like, hey, this is great. It's this like just a best. We just got to do this a
2: few more times. This
3: is great. And, I, and
2: around the time I'm going, man, they need to come up with a new line for this guy. That's when he says, what are you doing? Taking a and dump? And I'm like, why did I ask? Why did I ask for a new line? It's, it only got worse from there.
0: So next on my list actually says the sequel to Flashdance, Sex Dance.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, you're just the best. He's like, <sighs> how much longer? All to the song how long ends. The song but, but another ten minutes.
2: <laughs> this is the song like like Animal or something like that wasn't Alice
0: Cooper. It wasn't Alice Cooper till he started driving. It was... <laughs> oh yeah, good stuff, man. All right, and Scott. Then, oh, sorry. I was gonna say, and then
4: Jason, without any, like, they're they're driving down the road like fifty yeah. miles an hour, and he's like, "Hey, check this out!" <laughs> got you <in> the head. <laughs> like, completely crashed the van, like the Winnebago. Just like, whatever,
0: dude. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm immortal.
4: <laughs>
0: I, I got no worries. <laughs> Just cut out of the top, kept on going. <laughs> All right, Scott.
5: Okay, let's see where I want to go next. I got a couple more. Uh, we'll go ahead and go with this one. Jason's new fashion sense. Jason actually took time to put a wardrobe together. He's got his utility belt with all the pockets on it. He's very nicely pressed the whole time. His shirt never slips out of the belt. I mean, his shirt is just. Per- his outfit is perfect the entire movie. He's got on his nice work gloves now. It, uh, is just, it's just. It's interesting the direction they went with that. He uh, he looked great. I got to say
4: especially since that those coveralls have been underground with him for like the last <laughs> 10 years or
2: whatever <laughs> and and they got stabbed about 12 times you know. yeah,
3: exactly
5: <laughs> and I, he had so many pockets I was like what is he gonna pull out next I kept waiting for something new like a, a bolo or something but he only <laughs> he only pulled the knife out that was it he had his Rambo knife that he pulled out and that was about it
2: He's kind of well, like a handyman too, walking around the camp like, "Oh, you need something fixed? Yeah. I'll fix this window and kill everybody inside."
0: You know? Suicidal s- Snyder, right? Homicidal <laughs> Snyder. <laughs> well, I mean, and again, it's that '80s thing, right? You're coming out of the the Rambo age, so yeah. to, to have all the tactical stuff on you and ready to go, yeah. Why wouldn't a serial killer have that, right? Yeah. I need some over for my piano wire.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah good stuff
4: all right billy i'm gonna say exploding paula yes like, dude she's the one like we we talked about megan and you know she didn't have a chance to be bad in the woods but although she would have had to take you know she she tried a couple times <laughs> You know, but Tommy was in jail and she didn't really. But Paula was the good girl. She was the one that stayed behind. She's watching the children. She, you know, she didn't go off to have sex in the woods. She didn't go off to, like, you know, to check out what, you know. And when Jason gets a hold of her, man. Yeah. Like, you don't really see her death on screen, too. I mean, you. but when she runs out the door and he grabs her and pulls her back in. And then later on, you see the inside of her cabin. She- yeah. However, it is that she that she got taken out. He he shook her around to, 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 to <laughs> the, <laughs> the inside of that cabin because it is brutal, man. Yeah, like, that is that is like one of the the hard. I mean, even though you don't see her on, you know, like actually get killed on screen, you know, however it was left to the imagination. That's probably one of the worst ones because
0: yeah,
4: it's that's a rough one. Yeah, so. And then, you know, every now and then they pop into that cabin and
2: everybody, whoa,
4: <laughs> <So> whatever <laughs> happened in here was not good. And they close the door and go somewhere else.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, and, and to your point, it kind of breaks the rules, doesn't it? Like she's the one that by the rules of morality should survive. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And she's killed right. in an afterthought.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, and again, it goes back to like talking about just the speed of this film. They don't waste any time. Just like ramming the girl's head through the the, the side of the Winnebago and stuff. It doesn't matter if it makes sense or not. It's just bang. You know, you can't question his abilities because now he's got the super strength. So, yeah, yeah, it could happen. You know, it's kind (laughs) of where you're put. So that's what I love about this movie. All right. My next reason. Uh, Megan, she's hot. (laughs) Did I mention that before? It's going to be a hairy so. turn.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you mentioned that one before. Dude. Yeah. That's, that's
2: actually a really good point. I ha- yeah. <laughs>
0: Just saying.
2: I'm a I didn't guy. notice. I mean, I'll have to rewatch it <laughs> to, to check it out, but I I'll take your word for it.
0: Yeah. When she, when she first pops in, she's wearing that little black blouse. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your name, girl? <laughs> How you be doing? <laughs> but
2: I, I, I like the little, uh, I like the little little game she plays with her fellow counselors too, where she's like telling the story of Jason and could he come back to avenge his mother's horrible beheading, and and, and then she does the whole. There's one thing scarier. And she points to the, you know, the the school bus kids. full of campers, yeah. And then the, the 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 bus driver and the and the assistant, she's like, "You can <laughs> have them." She of the door and they're
3: gone.
2: I don't know what the kids did. I mean, they didn't seem all that bad.
3: And they, they were really so
5: they were so unprepared to receive a busload of kids. I mean, the groceries weren't even put up. You know, they were just all <laughs> hanging out in the kitchen, and they dumped you know thirty kids in the front yard. Here you go. That's fun. Take care of these kids. We trust you. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> How about the the two little boys that are kind of your your reference back all the time? I say we're pretty screwed, dude. <laughs> so what were you going to be when you grew up? Yeah, you know,
4: like, Completely fatalistic. Like, yeah. The, the, like, no hope. Just like, hey, what did you want to be
2: when you grew up? Because like, we're not. <laughs> like, there's, we're, <laughs> there's no real palpable fear either. It's just kind of like... Yeah. Of course, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> they're like Statler and Waldorf over here, like, you know,
5: <laughs> talking about the movie, like, even not realizing
2: they're in it.
0: Yeah. You know, when, that's
5: another point, just with the kids, and I know Kane Hodder had actually mentioned this to Billy before, is we learned in this movie that Jason doesn't mind kids. Kids yeah. can be. I'm not going to kill them. I just want teenagers and adults. Right. The yep. kids are good to go.
0: Well, he was a kid when he died, so it may be yeah, a exactly. thing like yeah, that he had the of, connection. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good point. I never, never thought about that either because you got the little girl that's praying, right? Then he goes yeah, away he just walks and, away. Yeah. So, yeah.
4: yeah. I told Kane Hodder, I was like, man, when I was a kid, I was, I was scared of tell you. He's like, you shouldn't have been. I didn't kill any kids. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was CJ Graham. And, yeah, uh, CJ in that way. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh hey, he's Kane a cool too.
2: Kane Hodder's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's a trip, yeah. man. Yeah, he, I mean, I, I, you've met him, so you probably know. But like, when when he get, you know, when you get a selfie picture with him, and he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna choke you," and he, he doesn't tell you that he's really gonna choke you.
5: <laughs> At least that's he have to did start to dialing me. it back a little bit because some people had complained about it. I think he oh, has really? to actually try to dial it back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because he so, was just some people were freaking out whenever he would start doing it. It was scary. Like I, so I <laughs> met him,
2: and he's like, "Yeah, I'll get a picture. I'd be choking you." And I'm like, oh, "Okay." Gra- and he grabbed my neck with a vice <laughs> grip, you know, just choking me. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, it's a great hey, picture, though. It's a great picture.
0: Hey, hey, Daddy, remember Remember the first year we met him, they had to went. I don't remember who the guy was that was there. We were taking his picture, though. But every time he was strangling, the guy would have his eyes closed. So we had to keep taking the picture. So he just kept strangling him over and over
3: to the point that Kate Hart was just
0: getting like, Crap, man. Hurry up. Get this <laughs> done <stuff> with him. <laughs> and the guy would just be like. Every picture. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it's a real reaction. Yeah. <laughs> I Tony Todd yelled at me because I wanted him to put a Wishmaster uh, uh, quote on a on a Candyman picture. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, "What you say? What you say?" The, the name's Valentine. Valentine? <laughs> <laughs> and it, he did, but he was like, "For this movie." I'm like, <laughs> It's not, it's not that movie, but this is a better picture. And he was like, oh, okay. That dude, that dude, he shook my hand and it was like my hand. I felt like a baby because his hand is so huge. That dude's humongous.
0: Oh, hey, one other thing we haven't talked about yet. And I don't know if it's on anybody's list, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Man, when Jason kills the sheriff... Dude, Folded him in he half,
3: in half, yes. <laughs>
0: that is what stands out to me in my mind. When and when I hear part six, that's the image that pops in my head. Yeah.
5: What's funny is the sheriff was working him. The sheriff yeah. was getting the best of him. And all of a sudden, Jason said, "Okay, <laughs> let's yeah. finish
0: this real quick." It just in one motion, bam. And again, that's why we watch these things, right? Show me something I haven't seen. Well, I'll tell you what. We haven't seen that in a movie before. That was pretty dang awesome.
2: <laughs> I guess when I think of kills in this one, I I, I still think, of, I guess, him ripping off dude's arm and taking the machete. Like, that that's the one that sticks out for some reason. Maybe because it's so close to him beheading those three people at the same time. It's kind of <laughs> like he kills all the paintball
5: people, like like, super fast yeah yeah well and then they got when he kills sissy he he doesn't just break her neck he yeah. spins her head off of her
0: body and just yeah. lifts it up throws it in a cop car oh <laughs> 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 uh, anybody else got other ones
5: okay I got one more thing that yeah. I actually I had never even noticed this until <laughs> I watched it before this show but I thought I, I did a little bit of a deep dive with which I won't get too much into the deep dive but the books that pop up in this movie are actually pretty cool. Uh, there's a part where Tommy goes to the store and he buys these books that he's, uh, he's going to use to figure out how to kill Jason. These are actually, these are books that actually exist. And, uh, there's the big one that I found was a uh, manual of the occult, which is a book that came out in 1914. And, uh, there's another book that he picks up. I can't remember the name of that one. Now I didn't write it down. It's over there on my phone, but, uh, it's a book from the 1940s about this psychiatrist was, a uh, I came up with a theory that people's mental illness was actually developed through spirits that were possessing them and stuff, which I thought was pretty yeah. cool. But also at the beginning of the movie, when they when the kids first get there the first night, they're all sleeping and they're panning around the room. And you have one kid. He's sleeping with a picture of his parents uh, on his pillow. Another kid, you know, he has a stuffed animal and all this stuff. And then you see this little girl about 10 years old. <clears throat> she has fallen asleep while reading a book. The book is Jean-Paul, Jean-Paul Sartre's <laughs> No Exit, which is a 1940s French philosophical play about these three guys trapped in hell in the same room. Which I thought was just so cool to see that. You know, you can see what they're trying to say, and I'd never noticed that before until this last time watching it. I wrote it down too because
2: I saw it and you they focus on it long enough. And I was like, "Yeah, hey, what what does that kid have?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: But yeah, I just thought that was that was uh, there's some of the symbolism they have in there. It's a campy movie, but they also threw some things in there that, you know, really, really make it a great movie. This movie is just, to me, is just so important to the franchise, the way it
0: was set up. I mean, has no got doubt. levels. No it's doubt. Yes, levels. Yes. Yeah. Billy, you got any more, man? <laughs> um, I was going to like, say, say that
2: the sheriff has some great, like, <laughs> he's got some great lines, and they're all about how much he hates he hates Tommy. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. he just does not like that guy I mean, Like the second thing he says to him he's like calm down or I'm going to repaint this office with your brain <laughs> then he says with all the grief you've caused me you should be leaving um, you, you should be leaving wearing your balls as earrings <laughs> <laughs> well, the, he's a protective
0: father I mean
2: it, if I had you where I want you, they'd be pumping your ass full of formaldehyde. I mean, <laughs> That's things, a great one. That is th- a great. These one. are things that the main law officer is saying. to this
4: Disturbed gentleman.
2: It's a, but yeah,
4: first be, blood. You know, it's first just, blood. Just yeah. all he wanted was a hamburger.
3: Well, and all I, I mean, wanted to do
0: was... what, And what's the, what's the whole point of the sheriff in this too? You got a good point, Billy, because the sheriff just wants to take him and drop him off at the end of town. Yeah. It's, it's it's first blood, man.
2: He doesn't want any trouble. Yeah. He doesn't want any trouble.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a. I mean, again, just the fact of <laughs> the sheriff seeing all those body parts, rings. Boy, he sure wants us to buy in on that on that Jason story. He's
5: trying to convince us, but no, I'll never be convinced it was him. But the the, the funny
4: thing is though, because if you think that Tommy's the one that's doing it, and you see the carnage that he's that he's. You would think that his demeanor towards Tommy would be a whole lot more guns drawn. Let's go get this guy. Exactly. But instead, it's just like, hey, you just keep you keep saying it's Jason. It's not Jason. Like
0: it's you know what I mean. Like
3: I don't believe no. you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we still don't believe you, man.
0: All I know uh, is you're messing around with my daughter, and that's the most important thing. Because <laughs> Megan is hot.
5: Yes, that's it. <laughs> Or the whole scene where they're, they're, they're being chased and he ducks down with his head between her legs it was just, as a kid, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> as an adult, that's pretty awesome, actually.
0: <laughs> of course, There's when they d- when, when they switched the roles earlier or later on where he's driving, I was like, uh-oh, we're going to get payback? <laughs> i see where this is going.
2: <laughs> you might want to put your head down. They, they know I'm in here.
0: <laughs> may, you may want to put your head down. Why? Why not?
2: (laughs) (laughs) We don't have much longer to live.
0: (laughs) We're all going to die. I can't think of a better way to go. (laughs) (laughs) What about the Camp
2: Blood, Camp Crystal Lake, Camp Forest Green thing? Like,
0: who, what parent in their right mind would still send their kids to this camp? (laughs) 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 I mean,. I don't care what Camp... you call it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Was it Camp it's Blood, and then they changed the name to Camp Crystal Lake, and then they changed the name to Camp Forest Green, or or is Camp Crystal uh, it was Camp, Lake? It was Camp, uh, Camp Crystal Lake originally.
0: Okay,
4: and then Camp was...
0: Blood is just what all the kids called it. Right, right? Okay. and then okay. and then
4: yeah, but that was not when did when did Camp Blood show it was uh, because again, part two, three, and four all happened over the course of one, of a night, yeah, or like a couple of days. Um. So and then two two they were going to reopen it and they were calling it Camp Blood um because of the events from part yes. 1. So in part right. 1 it was Crystal Lake. Part 2 the kids were calling it and I think it was was it Forest Green or was something else in part 2. It wasn't it wasn't Crystal Lake. It was formerly it was the camp formerly known as Crystal Lake, but it was not <laughs> Crystal Lake in part 2. It was, and a then symbol. In part, it was just part, a symbol. That was just it. a symbol. <laughs> <laughs> and then in part part three and four, because part three happened at the barn, you know, at the farmhouse for the most right. part. Yeah. And part four happened up and down the road and in different spots, but none of it was to do with camp. Part five was at the institution and just in the town. So like Camp Crystal Lake only features heavily in part one, two, and six. Yeah. And then... uh yeah, so Forest Green, I guess, you know, rebranding. Cuz I mean, you still have a lake there. Right. I mean, yeah. Right. Like you still have hunting and you still have kayaking and, you know, just because a whole lot of people died,
2: like well, and presumably for, you know, 363 days out of the year, it's a pretty safe place.
4: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just check the date. It's all or until have-
4: some drifter comes into town and digs up your uh your your your, your formerly great intro. <laughs> formerly dead great ma- intro. You know, Mask Maniac just No, we got him where we want him. We know where he is. He's right there. It's like, "No, I'm going to dig him up and show you." Like,
3: "Oh, <laughs> let him out." <laughs>
5: I'm gonna stick this metal rod during this lightning storm in his chest. And then we're gonna argue for a little while. Nothing bad can happen, don't no worry.
0: <laughs> What's the worst that can happen?
4: <laughs> but see, that's even even God wanted Jason to come back because like as soon as Tommy <laughs> was about to flip, you know, strike the match, the rain started, and it was like God wanted part six to happen. God said, like, Check this out.
3: <laughs>
4: Screw that part five stuff. <laughs>
3: Like, that's like, awesome.
4: In
2: real life, Jason Voorhees beat the the, the production company. The production yeah, yeah. company didn't want it. Yes. In, in real life, Jason Voorhees won. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a pretty amazing thing if you think about it. Just like you said, it's the fans. But I mean, it's not even like now with the internet where everybody has a has a pretty loud amplifier. It right. was like the money talks. <laughs> when when they made movies, they still made money, but it, they made money on the pretense that Jason would come back, and they knew it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you already got the franchise rolling. You can <laughs> almost do whatever you want to with it, and it be somewhat successful. So you pump less money mm-hmm. into it, and you're going to ride that so long. I mean, to me, the, the, it's like Nightmare on M Street. The movies that made the most money were almost like my least favorites yeah. of the franchise, because it was so big a, a, of, of a thing at the time, it didn't matter if the movie was bad or not. I call it the Phil Collins Syndrome right? (laughs) It seemed like in the 80s, if you just said, hey, Phil Collins played tambourine on this song, you had a top 10 hit, you know? And that kind of became the problem with these movies is, you know, you kind of got gypped because they knew that people were going to go see it regardless, even if it was just a one hit kind of deal where you're only going to go watch it one time because you're going to walk out going, it's the freaking ambulance driver, right? (laughs) Kind of like Scream 2, right? It was great till you get to the end. It's like, I'm remember the guy from the first movie. I'm his upset mom, and this is just some random guy that decided to help me do this stuff because he's got nothing else to do.
3: I mean, he that's was what you come up guy. with.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was, you, your your main hint was that he was the sequel guy. He was the guy that said sequels are good. So you're like, oh, obviously this is the yeah,
0: guy. yeah, it's yeah. just lame. So, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I so what Scott said earlier is dead on, man. This this breathed a whole new life into Friday the 13th. I think when people think of Friday the 13th and Jason as a whole, they think yep. of this Jason, right? Yes, yep. very much so. This from, from this point on, this Jason.
4: Yeah, and, you know, the thing The thing to me, too, because um, Scott <laughs> and I in, in our horror movie discussions have always had that, you know, scary is obviously it's on a spectrum, you know, like what's scary to me may not be scary to you. And, right. you know, it's like, You know, not a big fan of The Exorcist. Never really scared me. Like, I think it's cool, but it's not the most frightening movie that I've ever seen by far. But, you know, Psycho 3 disturbed me a lot when I was a kid. Like, there's just certain scenes in there just kind of make, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, you can't really base quality filmmaking to what's scary to what is visceral or reaction or whatever. But um, this manages to be scary in with all of the camp and kind of self-awareness like it's it's probably the last really scary one of the movies because part seven's part seven's acted so badly like either like you just don't really care too much you know like this one still has some talent like the the actors are pretty decent except for the deputy like but everybody else is pretty (laughs) on point you know it's it's got the jumps you know it's got some gore it's got some really good you know straightforward kills to where it's you know it's a serviceable horror movie as well as being kind of the emerging horror comedy meta thing that that eventually became scream you know um so it's kind of the whole package like that's a reason to watch it is because it's good like you say in layers like there's so many different aspects to it you can enjoy it in multiple different ways
2: right so cool
0: yeah so hey princesses that's it. <laughs> Anybody got anything else they want to say about it?
5: Uh, I think we'll wrap it up there, I think.
0: Yeah. It, it's a strong all, film. It's fun. All I got to
2: say is one thing go watch it.
0: Yeah. Watch it. Yes, you, you won't yes. regret
2: that hour and a half of your life. Don't sleep because, on that one. Because you're going to love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Folks, to, me,
5: oh. to me, that that one is, is going to always be in my top three. Yep.
0: I'm
3: For with me, you, man. It's,
5: Part six, part three, and then you have to give props to the first one just because it started the franchise. But uh, part six and part three are my two favorite ones by far. Awesome. And I think part three because I watched it fifty million times when I was a kid. <laughs> Did
0: I say <laughs> does anybody does anybody want to chime in on what their favorites are? Yeah. I see a but, ten yeah. over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying about seven, but you know I i gotta i gotta like hey, seven I, I love
0: seven yeah. man it's it's not good but i had when i went and see the theater i had the best time because it was so freaking ridiculous that well, i loved it
4: <laughs> i didn't say i didn't like it i said it no, wasn't no, scary no. right oh yeah it's
0: definitely not scary, <laughs> it's
2: not scary. It, you know seven kind of reminds me of, of i don't know, like freddie versus jason kind of like it's, it's a yeah. little too polished or something yep. mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would say six is my favorite, and then you know three is really good. But uh, I, I love the the whole telekinetics seven thing, yeah. and, uh, and then Jason X.
3: <laughs> I love Jason X
2: <laughs> with David Cronenberg at the beginning. I love it for so many reasons. I'm gonna watch it again, and I'm gonna hate it. I think that's what I'm <laughs> but but I have fond memories of watching it in the past, and I might just keep it there.
4: Yeah, um, I like I love part four, and I think you know yeah, me too. But but perhaps the reason i like part four is i always loved the back of the vhs case where it showed you know the inside of tommy's bedroom with all of the monsters that he had made yep and stuff and i was like and it's so like that 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 world that tommy lived in of like the special effects and the monster monster stuff in his room and stuff i always thought that was the coolest stuff i wanted to be that kid and okay. so like seeing it on screen where he's up in there and he makes all his masks and his makeup and stuff like that. And then the real monster comes to play and he's got to be resourceful to figure out how to take him down. That to me is always probably the coolest storyline inside of the the franchise.
0: Yeah. I I think the thing about these movies, especially with so many of them, it's it's really a matter of when you saw them. If you're at that age to where it made an an impression on you or not, so, for me, it's two, four, six, and seven are my favorites out of the bunch. Uh, and it's clearly because of when I saw them. I didn't see three yeah. till a bit later on. And I think, you know, because of all the kooky trying to do the 3D thing.
2: But well, harpoon was coming right at
5: you, man.
0: <laughs> but
5: it's going mean, don't get me right wrong. I, I really like if, 3 if too, you but... squint If you squint, you don't see the line that it's running
4: on. <laughs>
3: yeah.
5: you has got to...
4: <laughs> <laughs> part four but, also has a crisp and glover dance. Absolutely. Is, yes. Yeah. And the you twins. Know, Don't forget the twins, the mint twins.
0: Yeah. So I, I I do. I love four, man. I really <laughs> do. And, and, and for some reason I like part two. It's it's so gritty. Yeah, part two man.
5: is actually, in my opinion, Potato Sack Jason is the scariest Jason.
0: I agree. I agree. Far. Yep. It's sound uh town dreaded sundown, right? I mean yep. it's it's that kind of look. Uh yeah, man, there's something about the toe sack. Got me too, man. Yeah, sure mm-hmm. enough. All right. With that being said, we're gonna take a little short break. We'll be right back at ya.
5: Dude, do you want to see something really scary?
4: It's like when you're sitting at home late at night reading some scary story or something, and the dog just hops up, and like, we runs out of the room for no reason.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a chick under the bed at that point.
4: So, <laughs> who said it best? Rob Zombie, or Samuel
5: Jackson. Ugh, that's a tough
1: one. <laughs> Welcome to Brighton.
4: Hey, this is Billy. And this is Scott. And this is the Scary Dad Podcast. <laughs> Join us as we talk about all things scary. Imagine, dude, if you were still conscious for a few seconds, knowing your head was no longer attached to your body.
5: Damn. So, have you ever played around with a Ouija board?
4: <laughs> you know... in, like, true poltergeist fashion. (laughs) It was
5: built on a graveyard. man. If it's scary, cool, or something we find just plain interesting, we talk about it.
4: Every Monday, available on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher Radio, and on our website
2: at scarydad.com. Truly. Real horror movie icons. Today we salute you, Mr. Horror Movie Sheriff's Deputy...
0: Mr. Hornery Sheriff Deputy!
2: Your dogged loyalty to your misguided sheriff is only rivaled by your lack of common sense or detecting skills.
0: Where is the crime scene?
2: Whether you're harassing a hapless suspect or tackling a werewolf in town square, you give it your all.
3: Look at me now, Mom!
2: So turn on the noise and the cherries, little buddy.
3: wee there's a streak of
2: crimes you're never going to solve, but you won't stop trying.
1: No more on my watch!
2: Chances are, by the time you find the undead hulking killer, he'll be twisting your head off your neck.
0: Mr. Hor Movie Sheriff's Deputy! Back in the 1980s...
1: I can still remember how that summer camp used to make me smile. And I knew if I had my chance that I could get into Susie's pants and maybe we'd be happy for a while. The spooky music made me shiver with every jump scare I delivered bodies nailed on the doorstep I couldn't take one more breath and I can't remember if I cried when that monster knocked me on my side but that spear was driven deep inside the day that horse shack died So bye-bye, Mr. Cocktail Epstein's mother had a note, but Jason just didn't care. He chopped them to pieces and lit them up like a flare. Screaming, this'll be the day that I die. Alden Campers now gonna die.
0: Alright everybody, that's another episode. Putting a nice little box with a little bow tied on top just for you for this Halloween season. Or maybe we should say we dropped one in your bag. <laughs> 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 oh just mind the peanuts.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, but before we leave, I just want to make sure that that uh, our buddies here from scary dad kind of give you a lowdown on what's happening with them they like he said billy said earlier they've kind of stopped making some shows but there's a very big reason why so guys y'all go ahead and just tell us what's happening
4: scott you're the one running this
5: halloween thing i'll let you talk about
4: that one
5: (laughs) all right so uh a while back we we interviewed some guys with the houston horror film festival and uh local to houston they had never done a show before yeah, we kind of started talking about the, the 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 things we had in common as far as our vision for the horror community in Houston. And once we got together and started doing some horror events, we initially started with uh, some little single uh, single day events with a couple of celebrities and stuff. And uh, with them within a year, the 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 whole horror event thing uh, that we've been doing is just absolutely blown up, man. It is uh it is incredible the reception that we've gotten. Uh, it, it's been very impressive so far, needless to say, to where it, we started off with a one-day market where we had about 300 people, and within four months, we had a three-day event where 4,000 people showed up for the weekend. And wow. we've just been continuously doing that. Our one-day markets bring in about 1,000 people, and we actually have one coming up uh, Halloween weekend, which uh, when, we first, when we first thought about doing this, uh, we, were, we were looking at doing something in the fall never thought we would do something halloween weekend because of course that's our favorite holiday most of us are pretty busy that 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 weekend and ari lemon came up to, to to me one day and said hey i'm doing a concert at this bar in Katy, texas halloween weekend why don't you guys do one of your markets and we're kind of, uh, I don't know if we want to do that, but we, the reception we've gotten for this event is insane. Wow. Uh, we, 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 there's no way I could put any more vendors. We've, the last single day market we did was at a brewery where we had about a thousand people showed up and we've already outsold the pre-sale tickets from that event for this event. Wow! Uh, so it's going to be a, a full day horror market with costume contests, vendors, celebrities there doing autographs and stuff. And then that night we're going to have a concert with Ari Lemon and First Jason. We're going to have (laughs) Schism. We're going to have Schism, which is a pretty it's a pretty badass two cover band that's going to be out there. And then AJ Stone, who was Leatherface in the promos and some of the other scenes for Texas Chainsaw 3D, he used to be a club DJ. We found out, (laughs) and he he loves donning his Leatherface gear. So we're working on him uh, doing a DJ set for a Halloween party where <laughs> he's going to be in full Leatherface gear uh, DJing. So
0: DJ Leatherface. It, it's mm-hmm. going to be
5: a fun That's event. Awesome. So we're going to keep doing We keep doing our single day markets, and our next big event is in July next year, weekend of July 24th through 26th, which is the second, well, third Houston Horror Film Festival, which uh, we haven't announced any guests yet for that. We have about 13 under contract right now, and we're going to start announcing pretty soon. But that event has grown. The hotel we were at before, we thought we were going to do a 500-person event. Like I said, 4,000 people showed up. It wow. was nuts. There was no more parking. People were fighting in the parking lot. It was insane. So we moved <laughs> to a much bigger location, and uh, we're expecting about 5,000 people this year. We're going to be a Man, total of almost 40,000 square foot of show space, so it's going to be wow, very, very good time. And when
4: we're talking like the kind of guests that we're getting, like for Halloween, we've got uh, you know Captain Howdy from The Exorcist, right? Like, yeah, like we've got we've got some, you know, at our at our fortress at our brewery single day market, we had Tom Matthews uh, wow. from from Friday <clears throat> Part Six, yeah, we uh, had we had Linnea Quigley from from Return. I mean, um, we had the cast of Rob Zombie's Halloween at the June show. This last this last bit, um, we had Lar Park Lincoln Lincoln from uh, Part Seven. So, I mean, and, and, and among others, I'm just spitballing names off the top of my head because we have so many. You know, Felissa Rose has been at almost all of them, um, and. You know, she's just awesome. She shows, shows up and she does in costume uh, photo ops. And yeah, I think it, everything it funny. I, I, think, I think everything that we've put
5: on sale has sold out. Like,
3: yeah,
4: uh, like it was, was funny it's, about it's Vanessa.
5: awesome. You know how Texas Frightmare has Tom Savini, yeah, that he just shows up every year, right? Felicia is our Tom Savini at this point. That's awesome. <laughs> you can pretty much expect that she's going to be at our show. She, uh, she, she loves it. The, the last show before last that she was at a single day market she actually called up one day and said hey you guys mind if i i'll pay for my own hotel room you guys mind if i come to the show we're like oh yeah come on down and she kills it the fans love her so much she kills oh, sure. it every time she comes in
0: yeah she's, she's very very fan. approachable super nice i mean yeah you can't you can't go wrong with her at all and it's it's great that she loves that because yeah that's what it takes, man. There's nothing worse than going to meet <clears throat> one of these icons and you can tell they'd rather be anywhere else <laughs> than where <laughs> they're at, you know? So, so that's awesome.
4: So, And Scott's spearheading this one because I have been, October is a really busy month for me anyway for, for all kinds of different reasons. And then they were like, Hey, we're going to do this Halloween show. I was like, I don't want to do one on Halloween weekend. They're like, we're doing it anyway. I was like, all right. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll go show up and hang out for a while and, and, and do some stuff. But man, I got to take a nap because I'm pretty exhausted because <laughs> I've got I've had a lot of stuff going on myself. But um, yeah, so I just signed a publishing contract with uh, Velox Books. Um, it was a little bit weird because most of the time publishers reach out and they say, hey, we like what you've written in the past. We want you to write something new for us. These guys bought my old stuff um, yeah. and then I'm in contract for at least one thing for them. But I'm, I'm not under any kind of pressure to write something uh, just whatever I do they get first crack at it. So they're re-releasing I wrote a new story for one of my books they wanted to expand and revise so I um, th- you know finish and revised a story for uh for that one book and then wrote wrote a new story for the other one and they're both going to be out by Halloween so you'll be able to see you know just I don't i don't use a pen name i use my formal name so william stewart yeah um so if you go facebook or uh on the web or whatever william stewart stories the the dot com the facebook the instagram that's all into the same uh bunch but yeah got books coming out and then hopefully somebody important will read them and i'll be doing black mirror soon so Hey.
0: <laughs> nice. I use my surname too with a lot of stuff. My, you know, I use hey, "Hey, would you blow me?" So yeah,
4: that's a good. I mean, that's a good one. Oh, it's hey, a boy. long. It's a long signature
0: though. Yeah, it takes but. a while to write that one out. At least the, the G is pretty easy with the period, you know.
2: <laughs> I just got to ask at the at the event where you're going to have DJ Leather, Leatherface. Are are you going to serve chili? Because <laughs> Should be having a chili cook off for that, to be honest. With you, but. Maybe you just give him like like solo cups full of chili that he can throw at people while they're like, you know,
0: like oh, that's one of them peppercorns. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, that's awesome. I mean, it sounds like I, I see why you guys are super busy, and it's real life stuff, which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah.
5: yeah, this is this is actually AJ is going to be our third Leatherface that we've had. We've had Andrew Bernaski. we've had Bob Elmore, and now we're going to have uh, AJ. So that's awesome. Uh, right? Yeah, and if you want to find us, just search uh, search on any social media platform, pretty much for Houston Horror Film Festival, Houston Horror events, and on Facebook, Scary Dad's Haunted Forum, and you can keep up with everything we're doing.
0: Yeah, and. All those links I'm, I'm hoping that as we go along we'll share some of those links on our page as well. Uh, these guys hang out on the Helming page too, so man, post post mm-hmm. all that stuff because cool. I'm already you know, in my I'm hey Danny, next we gotta make a plan <laughs> and go to go to one of their shows, man. I would but make yeah, make yeah. make
4: plans for the July show. <laughs> Absolutely, drive down, fly down, whatever you got to do to get down here. Yeah, you don't want You know, you know the owners;
0: they'll take care of us. We'll take care I, of you. I promise hey,
5: you, the get, the guest list will not disappoint. We haven't announced anybody yet, but it will not disappoint you
0: at all. Let, let me just tell you this: I mean, we've been to a lot of events. I've gotten autographs from my heroes, uh, Dario Argento, Bruce Campbell, George Romero. Nothing beats the one that Billy sent me. <laughs> this year from Ginger Lynn.
5: <laughs> Dude, she was so wow. She got so drunk that last day. She's such a sweetheart. <laughs> she is such a sweetheart. I mean, she is so nice. <laughs> Down to earth. The most down-to-earth person you can imagine. I mean the funny I mean, the funny thing about sweetheart. it, because she's she's
4: fully aware. She's she's got oh, no sure. she she you mm-hmm. know, so but she's she's so sweet and so personable and so friendly and just like just bubbly. And then she's talking to you about, you know, like life in the universe and her grandchildren, all this stuff. And you look down at her table and it's boobs everywhere. And you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> and she comes up, we're, we're taking our, taking our, you know, walking around, taking selfies and stuff. She's like, she's like, does your wife know who I am? I was like, yeah. She's like, okay,
0: I won't do that then. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I have to tell you, we had an event in Nashville one year and <clears throat> Marilyn chambers was there. And I called my dad. I said, Dad, I, I just met one of your heroes. He said, Merle Haggard. <laughs> I said I said, No, Marilyn Chambers. And he said, Where are you at? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know if he was planning a road trip or what, but
3: <laughs>
0: Oh. That's awesome. Well guys, man, I I can't say it enough. I mean, We've been wanting to do this for a long time, and it has not failed at all, man. This is this is exactly what I expected. Super awesome that we got to do this, man. I enjoyed definitely. every second of it. So you guys are welcome anytime. If there's another movie we want to cover, just say, hey, when can we come back on and talk about this one?
5: Let's do it, man.
0: I'm Let's do it again soon. Bring it on.
5: Because me and Billy, the people know, put us on your show. We can talk for a while. Hey. We're very <laughs> passionate about the things we love. So... I can get into it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so we'll we'll pick us another one and we'll figure out what that is and we'll we'll just come on back and do it again, man.
4: I'm ready, man. Let's do
0: it. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for having
4: us, man. It's awesome. Appreciate you coming
0: on. It's a blast, man. Danny, you got anything? It's
2: just you know thanks for being on board and and uh, it's not hard to talk for a while about Friday Part
0: Six. Absolutely, (laughs) folks. We'll see you till next time. Adios. (laughs)
3: Ha 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 ha!